Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 123. This is Sports, and I am Sean. And joined with me, we have the off-road Andy. Hello. And only the off-road Andy and myself. We are Tony-less tonight. We are a crew without Tony. It's been a while since he's missed a, a pod. Isn't that right, Andy? Yeah, I mean, he's got uh, prior engagements, or I guess, um, you know, simultaneous engagements. He's working on a deal. Yeah. He, uh, got to sign a new player, a new athlete. Like he feels that was more important than us, but... Oh. Um, but yeah, you've uh, tuned into the sports podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. We're on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud. And check out our uh, Tony'sTake.com. You can see some good stuff there, but... This being the sports podcast, Andy, shall we just jump right in? There's some wild stuff in the uh, off season of the NBA that we just we can't get enough of. Yeah, we well we just can't escape it. I Do mean, we want to escape it though? I, I don't. mean, it's been you know we're a couple weeks into the the new off season. the The next season doesn't start for another few months, and just NBA is still dominating the news. You know, at least in in our hearts. Oh yeah. Um, you know, just. The big, the big deal already got done. You think all the uh, big free agents, uh, you know, have signed with new teams. Um, but we did get a few more details about the Kawhi Leonard deal. Yeah. So if you remember, Kawhi Leonard uh, joined the Clippers um, along with Paul George, who was acquired in a trade for, you know, a thousand draft picks or something. And uh, yeah, crazy. You know, as a fan, it makes me worried how many, how much, how many of the picks are gone now that like. And they're so far in the future. What are they going to do? And uh, that future now might not have uh, very many years of Kawhi Leonard because he only ended up signing a three-year deal with an option after the second year that he can leave. So they made this huge investment to get Paul George over here, and Kawhi Leonard could be gone within two years. Well, do you think that'll actually happen? I think the re- the number one reason he's doing that is because more at money. The- the end of two years, he'll be ten years of service time, eligible for a super max. Yep. So that's he can what get I think it boils fifty million down a year. To. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what, though, if he does leave, I don't. I I don't like him. It's like you can't just keep going all over the NBA. That's why people like Kobe. That motherfucker never left. Yeah, I mean that's just not how it it is anymore. And that's stupid because. So. And I get it. You, you go where you get paid, but you're getting paid every goddamn place you go. Do you really need to make fifty million goddamn dollars? Get an actual, you know, asset manager to manage your goddamn money versus buying supreme shit all day long and being piss poor broke. Yeah, I really don't know what it is—a pride thing. I can't imagine he actually needs no. that, that extra like five mil per year. You know, Andy, how many water uh, or yachts can you water ski behind? That's what it just doesn't make sense. I think it's just kind of like a—it's a game for them. Um, but it does it does really upset me as a fan. That after what they had to do to get him to come, he's not willing to, you know, even even if they just gave him, you know, the full four years that they could have, and he's taking a hit, he's still, he's giving something back to the team saying like, okay, you had faith in me to invest in me, I'm going to invest in you. Like, that's why people were, like LeBron, when he signed with the Lakers, he didn't do one of these deals. Like, he, mm-hmm. when he signed back with Cleveland, he did. He like, I want to have flexibility, I want to be able to leave... If things go south with the Lakers, he just signed a four-year deal, straight-up four-year deal, saying, I'm committed to you for four years, so go make something happen. Now here, 
Kawhi Leonard could be gone. I don't, I don't think he's going to be gone, but it also leaves them. They're going to have to resign him at age. He'll be age 30. And they're going to have to then give him a five-year max if he wants it. And now you're paying 35-year-old Kawhi Leonard $50 million. And that's could be a problem. Um, the same thing, Paul George. He also, one of the reasons is Paul George is eligible to leave after two years. So now their free agencies are in sync. And if they really are the best of friends now, they can... They can go choose to stay, choose to go elsewhere. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. For me, it's always, you know, I like the teams locally, but are people changing and they're just going where their athlete goes in terms of rooting for the team or, Hey, Oh, this year we have this guy. Oh, next year we have that guy. Like, but they still follow their team or are they going with, you know, wherever Kawhi goes. So I've heard of this that like, Oh, you know, the younger generations don't even care about teams. They're really all about their favorite players. Yeah, it's I have not ever of... seen this in my life. I haven't either, but I was I curious. know you like players. Like I, I like players across the league, yeah. but you still have your team. I don't know anyone exactly. who's like, Carl Anthony Towns, that's my guy. Oh, and it's like, God damn. Why I just don't you pick him? Learn to uh, jump. That, that's what I'm saying. Who is it? Like, How many people out there are like that? I, I would say back in the day, there was probably more cases like this. Like Iverson, there are certain players that are like are super popular and people do... Just become oh I'm just a fan of that guy, but in the yeah, today's age of the people jumping around like yeah. I don't I don't I think it's just that fantasy sports bullshit where it's like oh I'm gonna go root for this guy how you know how many you had to bring him up Andy how many people in the NBA all star NBA players just have a set shot uh, no Boban. jump shot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what the, how do you make the all star team the NBA without having a jump shot. I mean, he's a very good player. So I I'm, don't care. I'll have him on my team any day. He, he looks ridiculous. He's now. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say. I, I should choose a wiser word because ridiculous was Sean Marion. That guy's shot was horrendous, but he at least jumped. Yeah, have you seen some Taco Fall free throws? I saw, an, I saw him on Instagram today. He went on one of those Supreme Scream rides at oh my Vegas, God. and his legs are just—they're like kicking the hotel. I was like. <laughs> uh, but we're getting on a tangent. Well, there, there's more to basketball than just a you know purest jump shot. I mean, yeah, how many MVPs I, I know. does JJ Redick have? Zero. How tall is that guy? Uh, Towns is he six eleven? Six nine? Yeah, 10? I think Towns is around seven feet. So I, I I guess I get that, but also he doesn't really play. He he'll go up and you know shoot a twenty footer, jump a little. Durant jumps. Durant's just a different athlete. That's very know, true, but still. We don't I, know. Durant might have ended silly. his jumping career. Maybe. With that Achilles. You LeBron is very, barely jumping now. Yeah. So, okay. Well, maybe it's one of those things. Maybe he has. He needs to like stretch his calf or something more. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. I think people are – I mean, people our age, at least, are still following teams versus players. Um, for the most part, I like all of the Warriors that did, and I – I would root for them when they weren't playing the Lakers. But my allegiance yep. doesn't go with Dor- Durant over to the you know, the Nets. But you, I could see a situation where you just say, I really like watching Durant play, and I will continue to watch him in the future. But it doesn't mean like you're a fan. I don't like you're that's your guy. Yeah. I don't think you I don't think there's people that I don't think people we should work ask, that way. Like, but you know, some of our friends who have little brothers or something, or just Brian, like, we should ask a 14-year-old what they think. Do they like a 10-year-old, or not, uh, do they like a, like a... 
<laughs> do they like a 10-year-old? Do they like someone who you know is on a new team every two years? Or do they still like that team with or without that person? We yeah. should ask that. Well, like this Brian guy you're speaking of is a perfect example of someone who is... Who's so dedicated to his teams that he like has panic attacks, even though they're like hopeless teams that don't have a chance to win. He's still very passionate about them. Um, So yeah, Brian. Of course, you guys haven't. uh, He's never been on the pod. He's a friend of the pod, but he's a a severe Kings fan. (laughs) (laughs) He would have a heart attack just listening. I'm hoping he's listening. (laughs) Um, Okay, but there's other trades and. This whole thing has kind of been, you know, the big earthquake and then a bunch of little tremors. There's a lot of little trades going on. Well, this was like last week. There was basically the bi- there was a quake and then there was another big one. Mm-hmm. I, I know in reality, I think the second one was bigger. Yes, it was. Whereas in the NBA world, the first one was bigger, but yeah. the first one being the Kawhi Leonard-Paul George team up. But we did get a, a direct result of that is Russell Westbrook said, I want out of OKC, and he has found his way out. We were moving in- down... We're, across the border across of the, Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah. We were initially thinking he may go to uh, Miami, but then you really made a good point pointing out, no, that only hurts Miami in the long run because they're getting some of the picks from OKC. And so I think I asked, well, what about with Harden? And uh, that's actually where he ended up going. Yeah, so he's reteaming with his old OKC teammate. They're back. They're both now in Houston. Um you know, they're two guys, same age, same region they're from. Just a couple L.A. boys back together. And uh, it seems like they really, this is what they wanted. And they, James Harden, you know, went to the Rockins and said, make this happen when, when yeah. Westbrook was available. And, you know, they ended up giving up Chris Paul, who was considered maybe a negative asset at that point with a, such a big contract and him being already 34 years old. But Westbrook's already past 30, and he still has another four years left of his deal on a max He's not considered a you know great asset right now, so it's kind of two bad contracts swapped. Yeah, but Houston ended up giving up a couple first rounders in the future, Oklahoma. leaving OKC with like now forty five. I think they have a first round pick every year for the rest of their lives. I don't I don't know how that works. It's well, that's how it usually works, but you usually get one per year. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you know what? They I have mean. like three per year. Yeah, over the next seven years, it's stupid. They're just gonna okay. We'll take, you know, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and uh, Zion Williamson's little brother. It could happen. I would give him a shot if he has a little brother, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you like this? I mean, I you forget at least I forgot how good that OKC team uh, team was. You know, a few years ago with Durant, with Westbrook, with Harden. That it was, was stupid. Seven years ago now, which is insane that and they're all still in the league and. That team also had Ibaka, and it's just crazy yeah. that it didn't stay together. I played uh, actually Wrecking Ball last night in a uh, 2K18 game of 2011-2012 uh, 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 Thunder versus just I, th- I don't remember who he was. I whooped his ass, but yeah, it's just a loaded it's a team. great team. Um, you know, it's sad that you know, OKC at the time felt they had to cut some salary try to get under the luxury tax level because you know who who knows what could have happened what you know would this would golden state never even have happened if that team stayed together right um we don't know but now we've got harden and westbrook back together different times in their lives harden is is definitely the alpha dog here and last year is that harden's best year of his career i it's one of his most interesting 
it was great. He didn't get a triple double, but he did score, you know, thirty six a game. Like that hasn't happened in years. Um, that was absolutely nuts. Uh, that's never gonna happen again for him, or I don't think like really anyone is gonna score like that unless the NBA pace just goes even crazier. Yeah, it just has to continue to evolve. It's gonna happen, but yeah, it's it's still not. It'll be like there. those uh those weird like D three college teams where the one guy just cherry picks the whole game and shoots threes. Yeah. It's like, okay, that'll happen in the NBA. I love that move, too. You you stop at the three line. You don't go for a free lap. You shoot that three. I do that yeah. and pick up all day long. Yeah, so maybe that'll take off, and then we'll just have to stop watching the sport altogether. So I hope that's not what happens. But we do have to uh, now imagine how are we- this version of Westbrook and this version of Harden, how are they going to play together? Because last time they played together, Harden was in that kind of Lou Williams role. Yeah, Yeah, he was off the bench. And now... Westbrook's used to, you know, having like the highest usage rate in basketball, but also the highest usage rate in basketball is James Harden. Like, who? Yeah. So they're actually going to rewrite the rules. There are going to be two basketballs on the floor when these guys are playing. And Steven Adams will still have zero. Yep. No, he won't touch the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, both of these guys are ball hogs. Harden doesn't like to pass. And when he does pass, he wants that ball right back. So. Yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have to squash that beef because I can assume that they're not neither of them are gonna appreciate the uh, lack of ball time that they're gonna have. Well, and you got to think Westbrook's going into Harden's team, mm-hmm. and he's gonna have to make that adjustment. Can he do that? He just he over his career, he hasn't seemed to be able to adjust any way he's ever played. Like you know, the the smart guys have been saying have been trying to tell him for you know four or five years now, just stop shooting threes. I know sometimes you make them, sometimes you even hit game winners. It's exciting. But you're like a career 29% three-point shooter. Just yeah. don't even take them. You're incredible at getting into the into the lane. Just think, don't even take threes. I think Boban makes more threes than I Westbrook. Probably, Westbrook is... Percentage-wise. Yeah, he's a brick machine when it comes to jump shots. Yet he takes, you know, six or seven a game, just or just terrible, like, coming off a screen, shoot a 19-footer, and it's just like, you could do so much more. Can anyone ever get through to him? So like focus on what you're good at because what you're good at you're better than anyone else probably in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Just his that like I don't know what you even call it just the the domination he's can able just overpower people and get to the rim at, at will and then you know sometimes go crazy and throw the ball off someone's knee off his own knee sometimes he makes a ridiculous shot mm-hmm. but he's just it's not gonna be his team anymore and I don't know how they're gonna work that to you know have minutes where. It is his team. He's leading a second unit, or you're gonna try to come off screens, and I don't know because you're not gonna run plays for him to hit open threes or anything like that. No, you no. think James Harden just wants everyone to spread out and shoot threes? I don't know. Be interesting to see. I'm. I mean, this year, this coming year, just keeps getting more exciting. You know, with team changes and new dynasties forming and this and that, and I can't wait for this new season. Yeah, and, and the unsaid thing is that if this works, they might be the best team in the West. I, I think everyone wants to see what the Clippers can do, but they haven't played together yet. Their two guys are kind of have had, had some injury histories. Mm-hmm. The Lakers have LeBron heading into his age 35 season. Anthony Davis is at injury problems. Denver is still really young and only has that one superstar. You know, Utah doesn't even have one, in my opinion. They have a collection of really good players. It's wide open, and if this works, if if Westbrook is, you know, that slight upgrade over Chris Paul, then 
maybe they're the best team in the Western Conference. And they'll look like geniuses. I hope not. Yeah, I don't I think you still, want to see that. He's a great player, Harden, but I still just don't like him at all. He doesn't have anything. He he knows. You said it best. He read the rule book and knows how to play the game to draw the most fouls. He knows how to make space because, well, that's a foul, and I'm going to the line. I mean, it's very irritating. If you like the team, you love him. You know that, that he is the smartest guy out there when it comes to that kind of shit. But if you're not a fan of that team... You hate it. It's bullshit. You're underselling his abilities there, and I know I know you're good, exaggerating, but it's it's irritating. It takes a special kind of balance to do what he does. So he's not he's not the most athletic guy in that he's going to sprint past you or jump over you. But that's got to be it's amazing balance to do those ridiculous moves. His step back, which we don't know if he's traveling or not, but like how he's able to pull that off. The ball handling he's had to you know develop and focus. It's it's incredible. It can be annoying and frustrating. You don't want to see it, but like he, it's not like he's he just read the rule book. He has some special gifts. Hey, Andy, I'm just quoting what you yeah. said. You're the one that said that. And while he doesn't necessarily love to pass, he is a good passer and sets up his boy Clint Capella all the time. And Capella stayed, right? Yeah. So hopefully Westbrook gets along with him too. He's gonna have to. Yeah. It's Harden's son. Uh, but let's speak about the uh, departing teammate, Chris Paul. Yeah, so no one really cares what's going to happen with Oklahoma City. They're built towards the future with all these picks. Um, what does Chris Paul, what does he want out of this now? He wanted out of, two years ago, he wanted out of the Clippers. He said they were a, you know, a declining franchise. He saw. Dumb. He saw what was happening with, you know, Blake Griffin was never going to reach his full potential, but they're going to have to pay him all this money. And. He found a way out, and you know, and I'll give him credit. He actually worked worked it out with the Clippers, saying, "I'm going to leave, or you can trade me." And the Clippers were able to get some pieces. They got Lou Williams. They got Montrezl Harrell, Patrick Beverly. That's a yeah, that was a big solid. part of their their team that they just got back that they might have just lost anyways. Um, but it seemed like this. Chris Paul was like, "I want to play with Harden. He's my guy. We're friends. I already wrote all these commercials that we're going to be in." I called my buddy Oscar in Scranton, and we're going to make the world's best commercial series. And they ended up winning, what, 65 games that first year and should have won the title. And that's what we're left with. That's the high point of the Chris Paul in Houston Houston era. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what he's feeling, that he he forced his way out. He went to the place he wanted to go, and in turn, they – you know, when they when the Rockets felt they could get better, they just uh, dumped him. And now he's with, I don't know what that Oklahoma City team is. It actually has some talent. If you look at what they have, aside from, you know, all the future picks, they have my Canadian. They have <laughs> my Italian, Daniel Gallinari. Why are they all yours? Because they're former Clippers. Um, they still have yours. they still have Steven Adams. You're not the governor of the team. Yeah. They, they still have some, some players, and... Chris Paul will be the unquestioned leader. If he's staying, he'll be the unquestioned leader. How he's old not, is he's he? A, he's 34. Okay. He's not he's definitely not the same guy. He's not he, he's not <laughs> the athlete he was, but he's one of the smartest players to ever play the game. He still is in control most of the time. He's had some good moments in the playoffs, had some bad moments in the playoffs. But if you just give him the ball and say, like, "Hey, you're leading this young team." I think he can do something for them. Obviously not championship contender, but maybe 8 seed, 7 seed. But I don't know what he wants. He, he 
clearly wants to win a title. That's what he wants more than anything in this world. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it keeps they keep taking it away. He's never gonna he's never gonna get it, and he's not gonna get it with this current Oklahoma City team. So is there another move? You see, this is he'll be on his way out somewhere else. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to even think where he could be valuable. I don't know. And the problem he's due forty million over the next three years per year. It's, it just seems like you can't just trade for that. Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe down the line he'll, uh, you know, re- rework something, take a buyout, try to get on with some team. But get traded for a washing it, machine. It kind of seems like he might live out the rest of his career in obscurity, and this that's sad to me because I always felt he'd never got his due. Maybe he'll find a move like uh, Marbury did, where he goes to you know Tokyo oh, or something. You. That's not what I want for him. <laughs> they well he. Gets a statue, he has yeah. a play, he has a TV show, a candy bar. He could have had a statue if he stayed with the Clippers. but He was going to be in Space Jam, get an Academy Award? He still is going to be in Space Jam. Is he? I believe so. Look for that in our entertainment pod. We're going to talk about that one. Yeah. Space Jam 2, coming soon. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. He might, maybe, what if he ends up back at the Clippers? I don't know if there's a lot of room could for happen. him. Could happen. We have an announcer job open. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> Just retire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel I feel bad. I think he he always has been you know unrightfully criticized. He's always played well in the playoffs, brought his game up, and his team has failed him or his body has failed him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like he's one of those guys. Oh, why why hasn't he won a championship? He's just never going to be considered up there with the upper echelon of all time greats when he actually had that kind of performance for at least the first ten years of his career. And uh, now he's yeah he's like exiled. But. I mean that's what you get. That's, that's the NBA can be can be a cold place. It's a business. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um well, before we get into the AL East, that portion of the podcast was brought to you by Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier and it works with your dog's current collar or harness for a limited time. Tony's Take listeners, that is you on the other end of this podcast, can get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. Just head to simpledoggy.com. That is two Gs. Plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Guys, it's a dog leash you've been waiting for. You're going to love the crap out of that, and your dog will love the crap out of you. So take them on a walk. Use Simple Doggy. You'll love it. Let's talk AL East, Andy. And we'll, but I mean, let's. I mean, you talk AL East. Yeah. So we're down on a, a sports guy. So um, you know, hard to talk about all the things that uh, have happened. Um, there is an NFL story I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to wait for the return of Tony, and we can uh, get into that. Training camps are about to start, so NFL is on the mind. Um, but I promised you guys some some baseball midseason reviews. Uh, we talked about the NL East a couple weeks ago. And I'm um, here now to talk about the AL East. Before I do that, though, I do want to report on the All-Star game. If you guys missed that, the NL lost again for, I believe, like the seventh straight year. They've lost 16 out of 20 or something crazy like that. It's just, I don't know. As a, t- as a fan of the National League, I don't know why. We uh, picked the National League to win this year. Looked like they had the deeper lineup. It didn't happen. So, I don't know what to tell you guys. Just don't watch the All-Star game. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore, which is a good thing. It used to matter. It used to determine home field advantage, which was stupid. That's no longer a thing. So 
I guess just watch it for fun. Don't worry about it. Okay, now the American League East. Let's do it. In first place, no surprise, New York Yankees at 59-33. and 33. They've had a, quite an interesting season. A ton of injuries. Aaron Judge has missed a ton of time. Stanton's barely played. Yet somehow they're still the number one team in the American League. It's you know, quite an accomplishment for them. Uh, one, of, one of the big offseason acquisitions for them, DJ LeMayhew, has been uh, great. I think he's uh, near the top, if not the top, in uh, batting average with the AL. And if he if he does that, he'll be one of the you know first players to win a batting title in both leagues in quite a long time. I'm not sure exactly who the last person to do that was, but it's been a very long time. And uh, LeMahieu won a few years ago with Colorado. Uh, in second place, surprisingly, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, not a huge amount of star power yet. They are uh, fifty-six and forty, just a few games behind the Yankees. Uh, they're in the number one wild card spot in the AL. Um, they're, yeah, they're just a very deep lineup. Some of their uh, good players so far this year: Tommy Pham, Brandon Lowe, Austin Meadows. Just solid guys. Not you know not superstar types, but really good. And then on the pitching side, they just have a really deep staff as well, and uh, they've been. Trying out the the bullpen thing where they have a bullpen guy start the game, um, and it's working with uh, this player named Ryan Stanek. He's already made over twenty five starts this season. So a pitcher so far would usually have around you know sixteen or seventeen starts at this point in the season. So this guy's starting like every three days, pitching a couple innings, then they're finishing up the game. It's you know it's working for him. It's strange, but you know fifty six and forty can't question those results. Uh, the Red Sox, after a disappointing start, are back in it at 51 and 43. Uh, it's still disappointing coming off that 108 win World Series season, but they're there in the hunt for the second wild card, and um, you know they might make make a big move. They already acquired Andrew Kashner uh, this year. Their two stars from last year haven't been as good, but they've gotten great contributions out of Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers. And then, uh, you know, their their veteran pitchers, Chris Sale and David Price, have been really solid for them. You know, nothing else from that staff, really. In fourth place, Blue Jays, 35-60, and 60, just miserable. The only thing that, you know, they have that's been fun for them is that uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has come up, just a, you know, young 20-year-old. Uh, despite that great performance in the home run derby, he actually hasn't even contributed really anything to the team. But it's really more about the future. Uh, they also have gotten uh, good contributions out of Marcus Stroman and Ken Giles. So they're probably big trade targets this offseason, so the Blue Jays can go out and get some young prospects for uh, those two pitchers. And then in last place, Baltimore Orioles, the worst team, one of the worst teams of all time, 28-65 and 65 at this point. They're just, they have, they have nothing. In my notes, the only thing I have in my notes for the Baltimore Orioles is Trey Mancini. He's a you know an infielder on the team who's having a pretty decent season, and that's really it. Everyone else is horrible, and I don't even know what you look forward to. That I don't know how that franchise got so bad, but it did, and I feel bad for the people in Baltimore. They they really don't deserve that. You would like them to have some uh, you know a nice baseball team to look forward to, but I don't know what's going to happen for a while. They are trash. I'm sorry. Ouch. And yeah, that's that's it for the AL East. So I think next week we'll be uh, talking about the NL Central. That's the, I don't know, the Cubs, you know, from Chicago. 
popular team. Your fave. Yeah. So we're going to continue to go through these, give you kind of, you know, an update what's going on with baseball because it's just, you know, even if you're on top of it, you sometimes miss, oh, I didn't know the Red Sox got back into it. Did you know the Nationals got back into it? Stuff like that. I had no idea. Yeah. It's, you know, it's crazy, but that's baseball. Well, let's make sure you uh, keep coming back for more of those little takes of Andy's. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. next week we'll have Tony back in uh, in the studio to uh, go back and forth with you on that. I don't have a whole lot to contribute to uh, baseball, but I try sometimes. Uh, but you've been listening to episode 123 of the Tony's Take Podcast, Sports. I'm Sean. And joined with me, we had off-road foul ball Andy. I like that. It's good, consistent with the theme. Um, th- thank you for listening to this uh, condensed episode. Yeah, it was nothing but the good stuff. So yeah. make sure you hit that subscribe button. And check out our entertainment pod. We'll see you later.